Welcome to the Shane Lanigans Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon all. My name is Ishan Esumazuva. Welcome to the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition. The podcast series where I interview up-and-coming artists who are not super well-known, but should be. On this episode, I'm joined by New York-based bedroom pop artist Mons V. He has been up-and-coming for a long while now with popular tracks such as Want Me To, Waiting, Away, and Falling. Welcome Mons V to the podcast. Okay, hi. Alright, welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Shane Anagans podcast. My name is Ishana Su Mazura and uh, today I am joined by Mons V. Now, do you want me to call you Mons V or Matthew for the podcast? What should uh, what should we go with? Matthew's fine. Matthew's fine, okay. Uh, huh. yeah. So, Matthew, um, now... Uh, I want to start with, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Because, you know, as a fan of yours, you know, I'm sure your fans, they, they don't know a whole lot about you, if you get what I mean. Uh, I'd say I'm, pr- I'm probably an introverted extrovert. Yeah. Introverted extrovert, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Yeah, an introverted extrovert. Okay, so, sort of in the, I think the term is ambivert now. I'm not too sure. That's one of those new terms that people have come up with. Ambivert, okay. Yeah. Alright, yeah, so I guess I, I that makes me an ambivert. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, so um Yeah, so like I mean I don't know, do you have any examples perhaps of like situations maybe or stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing where uh, I like being around people, I need to be around people, but um, after I'm around people for a couple of hours, you know, I need to be by myself. Like, I I lose a lot of energy, or I I guess I just, like, give a lot of energy or something, I don't know, and then I need to, like, recover, and I need solitary time, like, quite a bit of it. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. But, like, in terms of performing, you know, I mean, have you, you've you done live shows. You've done live shows before. So, in terms of performing, how does being an ambivert affect you personally? So, I think my microphone's... Uh, well, it's been interesting because... No problem. It's been interesting because it's, like, um, I've had a band in the past, and I've also performed alone on stage. I definitely prefer to have a band on stage with me, but I mean, I guess the, you know, the tension comes when, if you have a real steady band, it's like you have to be a team, but at the same time, like, you know, I I generally like to create alone and without people watching and, and that could create some tension there, you know? Yeah, I understand, I understand. But then, um, tell me, is your band a part of, is your band Mons V itself, or are you personally Mons V, if you get what I mean? Right, um, well, I mean, right now I don't have a live band, uh, but I just consider Mons V the music project, so, it's like, 
you know, when we're presenting it live, if there's a band, then the band is Monsby. If it's a recording, you know, the recording came from Monsby. So, yeah, it's just it's just the name of the music project, I'd say. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, here's another. Onto my next question. Um, where do you want your musical career to be in the next ten years? So, like, um, I don't know. Let's say a certain musician that you would like to be at the same level of within the next two years perhaps like are you going for the global fame maybe just local fame or you know what kind of thing are we going for here you say two years or ten years uh okay let's start with two years and then we can work ahead for the really long-term stuff um two years i mean it would be great to make a living um off music and um you know, to be able to focus on art full time. And um, 10 years, you know, I, I think I look at music as, as one arm of what I'm doing. You know, I, I, I'm more broadly an artist and I have other projects going on in other media. Um, so it's hard to say specifically musically where I want to be at, but uh, as an artist, you know, I, w I would like to be able to create whatever I want, whenever I want. You know what I mean? That that's that's the uh, that's the key. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Um. So, in terms of like artists that you've seen who are you know at certain levels of status in the musical um in the musical field, do you have any examples of people who you know you would personally like to be at the same level of perhaps well i like i like that donald glover um has his hand in so many uh different arenas you know what i mean um yeah. you know I, i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of his specific uh work uh but i just admire what he's been able to do for himself and and the position he's been able to put himself in you know what i'm saying so that that's kind of where i would like to be okay yeah he he's, he does a lot he's done the whole comedy thing you know acting um the whole music thing obviously and then uh you know he does he's got his hand in so many baskets i think it's <laughs> i'm not too he hasn't got too many eggs in one basket in other words he's got eggs in a whole lot of different baskets um, okay, right, my personal favorite song of yours is probably Falling, to be honest, I love that song, Falling, um, yeah, yeah, um, I think, yeah, yeah, um, I just want to know, what is the bigger message that you want to bring through, um, in regards to your music, like, do you have a certain bigger message that you're trying to bring apart and give to everyone else, or... Is it more each song is its own and um, each song has its own agenda, if you will? Yeah, I, I would say it's more the latter. Um, you know, anytime I try to find some sort of unifying uh, theme or something like that, it always gets destroyed the next time I make a song. So it's like, um, I guess it's like a, a, a process of discovery each time and um 
I don't know that I have a message per se, uh, but uh, you know, a song has to say something for me to enjoy it, so or to enjoy making it. So it just—I just want to say something. I don't—I don't—I don't, I don't, I don't want to create empty gestures, essentially. I respect that. That's actually, yeah, that's a good message, I think. Um, so, also similar to that question, your favorite track that you've made? What's? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's not really much else to it. What's your personal favorite track that you have made? You know. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know. I, it's hard to say. It's too too difficult. Yeah, are they all like children? You know, I've heard other artists compare their tracks to like children and they just can't pick a favorite, if you get what I mean. You know. You know? Yeah, I, I haven't had children yet, so I, I can't speak to that, but um, I have heard that too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say, you know. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll know in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that your most popular track is actually Want Me To, um, if I'm not mistaken. It's Want Me To, right? It's up there. It's one of, it's one of the more popular ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was actually the track um, which I discovered you on, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's what got me hooked on your music, actually. Uh, okay. On to... In fact, do you know what? Tell me, what's the story behind Want Me Too? Because um, that was a question that I had. I wanted to ask the story behind one of your more popular songs. What's the story behind that um, song in particular? Uh, I, I, to tell the truth, I... Okay, all right, now I, okay. I had to think about it for a second. It's been a little while. Was it that, oh, wow. was it that long ago? <laughs> there's this, there's this Kurt Vile song that I like called um, Spring, something like, something with Spring. I, I forget the actual title. Anyway, um, I really liked this. He had this like finger picking, like very strange off kilter riff thing going. So I kind of was making a version of that, and then um, uh, it was it, it wasn't really going anywhere. And then at some point, I just took the chords I was playing and um, played them in more of like a bossa pattern, and somehow "Want Me To" came out of that. So it can't it, that song came from the genesis was like a very weird folk song. And then it turned into, I guess, like a pop, like indie pop song. Yeah, I know a lot of people call it bedroom pop nowadays. That's the, um, right, right. yeah, that's the like, you know, Clairo and um, Jacob Ogawa and people like that, you know, people refer to that sort of genre as bedroom pop. I don't know if you know those artists in particular. Like, like Oh, yeah, um, no, I'm very familiar with, uh, I mean, that's how they've, uh, classified what i've been doing for a while and it's cool you know that's the wave yeah yeah exactly yeah um okay a song that you wish you'd made song i wish i'd made um okay the, the kurt bile song was called classic rock in spring so just if anybody's interested but um song that i wish i'd made i don't know maybe like in my life uh the Beatles or 
Um, uh, Don't Think Twice, It's Alright by Bob Dylan. I like that song a lot. Okay, so you're more into like the old school vibes then. Um, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe uh, Hallelujah, you know what I mean? If you could have written Hallelujah. Yeah, of course. Damn good. Damn good. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, honestly, whenever I think of that, I just. <laughs> I'm probably going to get uh, rinsed for this, but rinsed whenever this, I think of it, whenever I think of that, Yeah. Our whole generation. I mean, Shrek brought us Hallelujah, so I mean, you can't be mad at it. Yeah, that's the first time I heard it. You know, actually, I think, yeah, that might be the first time I've heard it. But then another place where it was popularized was, uh, you know, X Factor, Britain, um, UK has a version of X Factor. And there was a winner of X Factor a few years ago. I can't remember which year, but she was called Alexandra Burke. And she had this version of Hallelujah that just went crazy, you know. People were playing it for, for, for ages, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite lyric you've written? Or is that similar to a fa- to the favorite song question? Uh, no, that, that's a little less difficult. I, there's a lyric in the song "Away" um, where I say, um, uh, "I can see the wolves, even I can see the wolves." That one line, "Even I can see the wolves," is my favorite lyric that I've written. What's uh, what's the story behind that? Um, I mean, you know, the, the story's there. It's uh, apparently I'm seeing some wolves. <laughs> but, yeah, I, the, the broader the broader story behind the 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 song was I was traveling for a while after school, um, and I had been out of the country in in Europe actually going around and I came back to the States. It was right around the time um, Trump got elected. So this was a while ago. And um, yeah, and then that song came out. So that's the uh, background, I guess. Okay. That's that's cool. Uh, By school, sorry. I have no idea how old you are. So by school, are we talking... um... Like high school or college or I mean I don't know what do you call it in where you are in Canada am I correct? No, no, I'm, I'm in New York City. New York City, oh, oh that's expensive though, isn't it? Yeah, it's but, it's pain in the ass to live here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So are we talking high school or college or? No, college. Um, yeah, I got out of college about four years ago I'd say and yeah I took some time and traveled and got out of the states and it was right around the time um, Trump was campaigning still I just remember talking to all these Europeans like oh you know is this real and I was like no it's not real don't worry he's not, nothing you know we're not gonna elect him it's a joke yeah I think we all thought that <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like, sometimes when I'm on, like, Reddit and other places, I just see people who honestly thought that he, and still do think that he was campaigning just as a joke or just for publicity or something, you know? And honestly, to be fair, I'm sort of convinced at the same time as well, you know? Like, there's no way that someone... Let's not get into politics (laughs) right now, though, because, you know, this is um, a neutral... Are you are you in college? 
I'm I should be I'm 19 so I am um, just before uh, college or university as we call it here so I am um, hang on I'm, I'm supposed to be interviewing you <laughs> uh, but yeah no I am yeah just I'm just about to move into it but I had to reset the year so um, but that's a different story. Uh, okay. So, do you have any artists who you personally think that we need to look out for in the coming next few years or even months? Um, good, uh, good question. Uh, there's this band, um, Hypoluxo, some friends of mine. They're going to be putting out an album in the next couple months. Um... Other artists. I mean, there's this band called Seafoam Walls from Miami, who's really cool. Um, uh, I have to think about that. That's a good question. I mean, there's so Magdalena Bay in California. They're cool. Also from Miami originally. I'm also from Miami originally, so a lot of these people are my friends. Um, this guy Ginger Root is good. This guy Teen Blush in Chicago. It's good. Um, you know, the, the record label Spirit Goth has some cool acts. If you want to check them out. Um, it's band Vansire. It's cool. Oh, I love Vansire, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're big in the bedroom pop thing. Um, yeah, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people, I think, are about to make a jump. So, you know, you'll be able to tell me better. In, in the next year or two yeah yeah well i mean we'll see you've just given me a lot of people whose um links i need to put <laughs> in the description of this video now <laughs> so thank you for that but no um thank you yeah you've just put me onto a lot of artists i'll definitely need to check them out and of course listeners uh you need to check them out as well <laughs> uh for the listeners i just pointed at the camera telling you to point to, telling you to um to listen to those artists but um yeah, also, of course, Matthew was telling you to listen to them as well. Um, okay, um, which artist has been your greatest inspiration? I know you mentioned Bob Dylan, and um, I can't remember the other one who you mentioned, but Bob Dylan inspired you with um, a certain song. Uh, let's say apart from Bob Dylan, and um, sorry, what was the other artist? I'm sorry. Uh, the Beatles. The Beatles, of course, yeah. Um, how would I forget the Beatles? Uh, but yeah, apart from Bob Dylan and, and the Beatles, um, which artists have been your biggest inspirations when it comes to writing tracks? Um, well, those two. Um, I really like Lou Reed uh, and Velvet Underground and um, Leonard Cohen. Those, those are basically my pantheon as far as uh, inspiration when I'm writing. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, basically, just old school artists. Then that's cool. Respect that. Yeah. Uh, was there a particular moment in your life where you thought, you know, you had a thought, this is what I want to do with my life. This music thing is something that I really want to carry on with and try and make something of. Um, in, in my 
in the years to come? Yeah, I was um, I was uh, 19. I was your age, <laughs> and <laughs> I was in college for the first time. Um, and I thought I was going to be a doctor. And it was the beginning of my second year of college, and um, I just didn't go to any classes all year. And um, instead, I was just like smoking a lot of pot and like just in my dorm room um, making music. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll just take the midterm. And then I missed the midterm. And then I was like, well, you know, I'll just take the final. And then I, you know, missed the final. And then I, one night, was watching this like. Um, Bob Dylan documentary and um, I don't know there was it was just the first time that I realized that like oh music can be like you could bring a literary bent to music and like make more than just you know pop tunes or whatever not, not that there's anything wrong with pop tunes it's the basis of what I'm doing but that you that you can be a uh, an artist in music and um and then so i i quit school i left and then i made a music studio so it was probably it was one late night like two or three in the morning and i kind of had a little freak out and realized okay this is what i want to do yeah i get what you mean um, had you wanted to be a doctor for a long time beforehand? Was that what you were really hell bent on, or um, was the doctor thing? I think, things... I think my mom wanted me to be a doctor. I, I think that I didn't know what I wanted to do, but you know, you go to college when you're 18 and you're just supposed to choose something. So I was like, oh, I guess you know, choose to be a doctor. But you know, a year and a half in, I was like, fuck that, fuck that. So. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, to be like there's a lot of pressure put on the youth of today you know in order to like where we need to know what we want to do with our lives at a young age i mean like we're the same people who ride trolleys like shopping carts down hills just for the fun of it how are we supposed to know where we want to be within the next 10 years you know um it's yeah, there's a lot of pressure, and I think uh, something does need to be done about it. I mean, especially that parents put on their kids as well, you know, to be um, something in the STEM field, or I don't know, just something intellectual, if you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, uh, I know that, obviously... I don't want to... Obviously, I don't want to bring stereotypes into it, but I know that a lot of... Um, ethnic people you know such as africans or asians or wherever you know they get pressured a lot to do that but um yeah no, it's going part of it. no, <laughs> having an asian mom was uh you know gotta be a doctor you know what i mean or and i had to go to harvard when i didn't get into harvard it was like the, the huge debacle you know what i mean so uh, there was a lot of that, you know what I mean? In that case, the stereotype is true. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. Um, okay. But as, as, far as, as far as the pressure to decide on something, I think that that's an individual um, thing. I don't think that you can um, expect uh, 
the, the rules of society or like the pressure that society places on you to change. I think that you just have to choose to ignore it or or actively go against it, you know. And then when it comes time for you to be the parent, you'll have a different perspective on it, you know what I mean? But um, it's I think it's a totally individual thing and, you know, just don't yield to that pressure. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, do you, do you personally want children of your own? I do. Yeah, <laughs> we're, going, we're going we're going real deep now. Yeah. So, would you do you see yourself encouraging them to uh, to pursue music, or do you see like what do you see yourself? Um, I suppose I don't want to say urging, but more. What, what do you see yourself being more happy with them choosing to do in the long run? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I've heard um stuff like that happens in a lot of, you know, a lot of families actually, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> um, I mean, do you play piano yourself, actually, or are you mainly in guitar and, um, you know? Yeah, I grew up on piano. I grew up, uh, you know, my mom would, uh, you know, she wouldn't whip me out, it was a joke, but she, she would, I would have to fight with her because I hated practicing, you know what I mean? And it's the kind of thing where now it's like, oh, well, thank God she made me practice piano. But at the time it was, it stunk. Yeah, I understand. I mean, you know, I'm sure when you began to, you know, pursue music seriously, she was probably thinking, "Oh man, why did I, why did, why did I make yeah, Matthew?" That's exactly, what she, that's exactly right. She was like, "Ah, oh, bit, bit her right in the ass," you know. That's funny. Um, okay. Well, now it's time to. Um, oh no! In fact, actually, we didn't uh, get your answer to the question. Uh, what would you see yourself urging your or being happy about your kids pursuing long in the long run? What would make you happiest to see your kids do? Um, you know, honestly, whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Short of being a serial killer or something like that. You know, that would be disconcerting. But um, you know. I, it's whatever. I'm pretty open. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay. Well, now it's time to move on to the would you rather questions, just to sort of ease things out. Let's say, would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Lose the ability to read, for sure. Okay, let's say you're able to sing, actually, because obviously music is a big deal. So, um, yeah, let's say... No, yeah, I would still choose. I would still choose speak. I mean, that's a, that's important. I have other people read for me, you know. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna go with the Floyd Mayweather approach, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Got to make 500 mil, and then I'll have I'll have people read for me. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. If yeah, okay, I probably wouldn't do the same <laughs> if I was Floyd Mayweather. I'd probably have learned to read, but um, yeah, no, I think I'd probably choose the same, to be honest. Uh, okay, would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Ooh. Scales. Ew. Then I could be like an alien or something like that. 
Covered in fur, that's weird. I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see a human covered in fur. You know what? Honestly, I'd have to disagree with you there. I think I'd go with fur because you see a whole lot of really hairy people around the world and it's, you know, it's hardly any different to, I don't know, being a dog or a bear or something. So for me personally, that's... Well, exactly, my... yeah. You, you would be a dog or a bear. Would you rather be a dog or a bear? Or like uh, some kind of like... You could be perceived as like an extraterrestrial, like you know, you're you're going lower. I'm going higher. That's higher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, you know, everyone needs their unique selling point as a musician. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there aren't any. I mean, not to my knowledge, there aren't any musicians with that are covered in scales around the world. So you know, <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay. Jail for a year or lose a year off the end of your life? Uh, lose, lose a year. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll cut the year. Yeah, no, I know that prisons in America are pretty bad, so, um... Yeah, are our prisons in England nice? I mean, they're not as bad as prisons in America seem to be. I mean, I've seen some documentaries, you know, like, I was watching this one Louis Thoreau. You know Louis Thoreau? I don't know if um, he's big in America. Oh, okay, he's a very big uh, documentarian, I suppose? Journalist. He's a big journalist here, and he's done a few documentaries, and he did one in a, or a few in an American prison, and yeah, they, <laughs> they don't seem too, yeah, they don't seem too ideal. And I mean, for me personally, someone of my um, build, <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I, I don't think I'd be taking any showers, that's for sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, okay, so back on the topic of mothers, honestly, I forgot I'd written this one down, but let's just go with it. Uh, would you rather slap your mother or go to prison for two weeks? Slap <laughs> my mother or go to prison for two weeks. Um, I think probably probably go to prison for two weeks just because two weeks is like not that bad. I feel like you know I could I could steer clear of the showers for two weeks. You know what I mean? And then I and then I'd be able to have that experience. I'd be able to like yeah, you know, I was in prison for two weeks, and people would be like, why? And I'd be like. Well, you know, I didn't want to slap my mom, so I had to go to prison for two weeks. Oh, man. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. To be honest, I think I'd consider going to prison for two weeks as well, you know? Because, oh, man. Because the idea of not being able to explain it as well. Like, I can't just slap my mom and then tell her, oh, sorry, I would have gone to prison for two weeks. Otherwise, no one's going to believe that. Like... <laughs> So, yeah, it's... I think I'd have to do the prison sentence, not gonna lie. Especially, like, hopefully it doesn't go on my criminal record. Hmm. Here's another one. Go back to the age of five with everything you know now, or would you rather know everything your future self will learn? Honestly, both of those sound kind of crappy huh? <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to do it all again that's for sure uh, <laughs> but i also don't want to like kill the mystery of the rest of it so uh 
I mean, I guess I'd have to do it all again. I, I you have to do go back to five because otherwise it's like, well, well, what's the point of the rest of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, I feel like one of the things about life that's um, so important and such a big deal for me personally is that we can make it anything we want to. You know, well. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, we can make it anything we want to if we have the willpower to do so, you know? So, um, but, so either way, no, in fact, wait, I'm not even, not even either way. So, realistically, going back to the age of five would be the most beneficial to me personally, because I'm gaining 14 years of my life, you know? I'm gaining another 14 years, but at the same time, seeing everything that my future self would learn that's a con for me that's a negative because then you know i don't get to make my life my own you know and it's you know it loses its value i suppose that's what i'm trying to say yeah it loses my value its value that's just my opinion anyway i agree there's an element of like free will that you're losing or something like that yeah exactly I mean, I know some people would probably see that as a positive, though, being able to see into the future, like, know everything their future self will learn. But, um... Right, definitely. Yeah. Okay, that uh, brings us to the end. I have one final question. The whole world is able to see you and hear you for 10 seconds. What do you say? Oh my god. Um... I would say uh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, Yeah, no. I would say, um, you know, uh, investigate uh, 311, you know. 311, what's that? It's an Eric Andre bit. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. I I I guess I would say. Yeah, I'm actually. Oh, you know, I would say uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's what I would say. (laughs) I like that reference. I like that reference. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, does any precedent, (laughs) though? It's very very true. Yeah. um, Okay. So, Mons V, you've... uh, You've been, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much for appearing on the Shane Anagans podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening this far into the podcast. And I will see you all next time. 